From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me again is Kelly Madrick, who covers the appropriations process for CQ. Thanks for being here, Kelly. Thanks, David. So we've got another busy week in appropriations land with spending bills on both the House and Senate floors. The Senate will try again Monday to pass its first batch of spending bills for fiscal 2019 after some contentious amendments halted progress last week. And the House plans to take up its defense spending bill. It also may vote on an immigration overhaul bill that contains some real money for border security. So luckily, Kelly is here to help sort it all out for us. And Kelly, let's start with the Senate spending package, which contains three of the 12 annual bills that fund the government. What's in it and why did things grind to a halt last week? The three bills involved in the Senate package are the Military Construction VA, the Energy Water, and the uh, legislative branch bills funding um, the House, Senate, and all the uh, related legislative branch buildings. Typically some of the least controversial bills of the year. Typically some of the least controversial, about $147 billion in total. So it's a pretty big chunk of money. What kind of caused a slowdown on that bill last week was that Senator Mike Lee of Utah wanted to include an amendment that would have repealed the so-called waters of the United States rule. This is a perennial controversy that comes up in both the House and Senate over this Obama-era regulation that broadly um, expanded what types of water bodies were subject to pollution enforcement. Um, this is, Senate leaders are eager to avoid these kind of policy fights definitely. that can slow down appropriations bills, as we all know. Definitely. So appropriators work together with leaders to uh, table the amendment, which, um, you know, 20 Republicans joined Democrats in, in tabling this this Lee Amendment so that they could move on. Because, of course, every senator can put a stop to advancement of the spending package unless they give consent to move forward. And so this was a big test, as Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said. It seems like the Senate, for this, for this moment, passed their own test. So they cleared that, but Senate leaders were also worried about another fight over how to fund a program that gives veterans access to private health care. The so-called Veterans Choice Program needs a cash infusion, and Congress can't agree on how to pay for it, right? Yeah, so Congress actually enacted an overhaul of this choice program called the Mission Act. That's a long abbreviation for basically what consolidated a bunch of private care programs for veterans. There were seven different programs that were funded on different sides of the spending ledger. They crushed it all into one consolidated program that hasn't yet rolled out. And they also expanded a popular uh, caregiver program for post-9-11 vets. And both of those things are going to bring in a big amount of expenses. In the next f- three fiscal years, they've estimated somewhere around 37 to $45 billion Which range. is money appropriators hadn't been counting on having to spend. Yeah. Senate Appropriations Chairman Richard Shelby and his top Democrat on the committee, uh, Patrick Leahy of Vermont, have both committed with veterans leaders in the Senate to exempt the, these uh, spendings, spending on these veterans programs from the caps. Uh, but the House doesn't agree. House leadership decided to just put $1.1 billion extra in the VA bill and then take that out of Homeland. So that's going to be a fight that meaning they will cutting, have in a meeting conference. Meaning cutting Homeland Security to finance this veterans money. And yeah. the Senate people want to just raise, exempt it from the spending caps just to 
they can just sort of ex- bust the limit and, and spend extra money. It's basically a carve-out, yes. And so if they can punt that issue for now, it does help them get the minibus rolling. Um, but it leaves a very contentious issue for this bicameral conference, which we are unsure when that will wrap up. And it's unclear if President Donald Trump will even sign the legislation. Okay. So with those obstacles removed for now, we might see final passage of the bill Monday night? Yes. The majority leaders put in place a procedure so that there's a 530 final passage vote on Monday night. It's possible that leaders, because of unanimous consent having almost this magical power in the Senate, they could adopt more amendments to the minibus, but it seems like they wrapped up that work on Thursday. And while we're on the Senate, we should note the demise of the Trump administration's attempt to claw back some previously approved spending. That's the so-called rescissions package, which collapsed on the Senate floor last what, last week. What did it in, Kelly? Yeah, so they didn't even get to the point where senators agreed to discharge this thing from committee. They didn't even agree to take it out on the floor. They never even had an up or down vote on the package itself. Moderate Republicans were always worried about cutting funding related to the Children's Health Insurance Program, which was a pretty uh, significant amount. It was like $700 million in a in a f- approximately $15 billion package. $7 billion out of 15. Yeah, $7 about billion. About half the package. Yeah, it was about half of it. So um, at the last minute, you know, there were a lot of, um, there were a lot of, Lots of talk of maybe trying to take this money out of the package to see if they could even salvage it to get it to pass. But at the end, in a surprise um, no vote, Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina decided to just axe the whole thing over a pretty parochial uh, issue of a, a spending cut related to parks, parkland acquisition that affected his state. And so and he's um, a Republican. Yeah. And so with, with that no vote, uh, Republicans decided just to kind of move on. Um, and go back to their work on the minibus. And so, so, so much for rescissions, which brings us to the House, which is equally busy this week. They're taking up the biggest annual spending bill, which is defense. How much money are we talking about, and is it likely to pass? It's likely to pass because this is red meat for Republicans in the House. And again, this is about, as the House Appropriations Committee has said, $674.6 billion. That's about 606 billion in base money and then there's another 70 billion in so-called overseas contingency operations money which is a war account uh, that doesn't apply to the budget budget caps so that's that's basically a big giant chunk of discretionary money that they're going to move by itself pretty as pretty much see half for of now. all discretionary money is yeah. defense yeah yeah and there's a possibility of attaching another bill to it right yeah house appropriations chairman Rodney Freelingheisen has said that it's possible that there are other bills attached to it. In the Senate, Appropriations Chairman Shelby has has said that there has been discussion with leaders over attaching the labor HHS education measure, which would be a, a boon for advocates. They would like that because it would help advancement of the most controversial bill, labor HHS. And that's HHS. the second biggest bill of the year, so you'd have a huge package. It would be it? a mammoth. And then, and then they'd just be kind of doing cleanup on the rest of the appropriations bills if they managed to do that. Uh, but again, that's that's really in question given the controversy of both of these bills. Okay. And then there's immigration. House leaders say they still intend to push forward with what they're calling a compromise immigration bill that Democrats still oppose. And there's some real money in there for border security, isn't there? Yeah. So in the House bill, they have actual appropriations of about $23 billion over eight years, mostly for a border wall system. Right. So that's about $2.2 billion a year. 
But, you know, that could require cuts in other areas to avoid breaching these spending caps under the budget deal that the president signed in February. Or, you know, it might it might also be a salve for the Homeland Appropriations Bill, which would be separate from the immigration legislation, a different appropriations bill funding the government. So, you know, even though the House is working on this compromise, though, when you take that House bill over to the Senate, then you're met with um, a much more consensus-based body that has to moderate that, and then it's going to have to come back to the House. Right. Well, it's very, we don't, it's very unclear whether this bill has any chance of passing the House at all, but we'll be watching how all of these measures fare this week, and CQ will be covering it all for you. My thanks again to Kelly Madrick, our tireless appropriations reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your CQ budget tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by reading your daily CQ budget newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or NPR One. And for more budget news, you can visit rollcall.com or cq.com or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQ Now or at Roll Call. See you next week. Adios.